0: So let's see if we can make this in one take. Good morning everyone, this is Ugo Che and this is my photography podcast, a collection of random thoughts about photography that you can find at ucphotome forward slash podcast. Every time I feel like I have something to say, I will record an episode, so don't expect them to be published regularly. Also, this is very uh, off the cuff, very improvised, so... With all the glitches, I try to do everything in one take. Uh, Let's see how this goes. So down to today's topic, which is something that is uh, uh, like a little pet peeve of mine. I wrote about that in the past, but uh, I started thinking about it again after reading a a post on Facebook by my friend Fabrizia Costa. And um, we'll talk with her uh, at the end of this episode about this specific topic. And... The, the concept of talent, or as I call it, the myth of talent, which is something that many people hold as a self-evident truth that you need to have talent in order to succeed in art and in photography <clears throat> and in many other fields. Um, I tend to disagree. I tend to think talent is largely a myth, and I have uh, somebody who, who agrees with me and um, None other than Albert Einstein, many years ago, wrote, I know quite certainly that I myself have no special talent. Curiosity, obsession, and dogged endurance, combined with self-criticism, have brought me to my ideas. Uh, Sorry, have brought me to my ideas. So, uh, the idea that some people have kind of an innate talent in their genes and you can only be an artist if you have talent, is so ingrained in people's minds that almost every time I mention my skepticism to somebody, they inevitably look at me like I had said the the weirdest thing. We have talent shows on TV, right? How can you not see that some people are just born with a superior talent and others aren't? So I know that... uh, by recording this podcast i will maybe raise some backlash so if you don't agree with me or even if you agree with me i welcome you to leave a comment uh, um on the blog post that ac- accompanies this uh, this recording anyway um what's the what's the issue here i think i owe the discovery that talent is largely a myth to my mentor robin grigswood and uh, she did a video a few years ago about uh, about herself, about her art, and in the video she has this uh, this sentence. She says, "There isn't a single thing that I do that cannot be learned, practiced, and achieved to great success by anyone." And this was uh, was really a, a revelation to me. It was really a revelation that motivation, perseverance, study, and simply hard work count so much more than talent. And this is especially true in modern photography. Uh, Now, while maybe Mozart composing his first minuet at age five was an indication of some innate ability besides his father's teachings and being immersed in some kind of musical environment since his birth. Uh, But nowadays, photography, I mean, I would not say is uh, trivial, but it's uh, comparably easier technically. You need to learn how to operate the camera. And most cameras nowadays basically operate themselves. It's really hard to get a bad exposure. You need to learn about composition, of course. Um, But these are not things you're not born with a sense of composition when you you emerge out of the womb. You you learn composition. Um, So the camera removes much technical difficulties and compared to something like classical music photography let's let's face it is child's play that's why I have, you, you hear it often said uh, anyone can be a photographer and today anybody claims to be a photographer because that's true I mean it doesn't take a lot of effort to, to snap photos. Processing at the computer is comparat- comparably harder but that can be learned uh, as well. So once you have acquired the basics of photography uh, it's a matter of having good teachers, looking at the work of others, shooting a lot, examining your work with a critical eye and getting it examined by expert. Not a, not a single element of this is beyond the reach of anyone. Those who excel are not those who are gifted with talent, but those who are constantly focused on improving their art. That doesn't mean it's easy. In fact, it takes a lot of work and perseverance to excel. But anybody can put that, put the work in. I want to also to quote Eric Kim, which has become recently somewhat of a controversial figure in the social media and online photography world. But before being controversial a few years ago, uh, he wrote uh, he wrote this on a blog post. He said, I don't think there is anything such as talent in photography. Nobody jumps out of the womb and suddenly has a skill to shoot photographs. And definitely nobody has some sort of skill to shoot street photography. In terms of having some sort of special street photography gene, we need to cultivate our skills through learning, practice and persistence. So these are my thoughts and I was uh, really happy to, to read a few days ago the post on Facebook that my friend Fabrizio Costa a great uh, wedding photographer, um, wrote about, uh, she she titled it, Talent is Overrated. And I want to read a little portion of it, and then we will talk with Fabrizia. And she, her post was prompted by a comment that somebody left on on her website. And uh, the comment was uh, about the fact that talent is necessary to get anywhere in photography. And she says that this is a view that uh, is held by many photographers. And to some extent, it's true. But um, Fabrizia says, I believe that talent is overrated. Yes, you do need something special to be exceptional. There's no doubt about that. But you don't need that to be successful in this world. We all have some talent, every single one of us. And the issue here is that many have not yet found out what their talent is and how to use it. In reality, hidden talent will emerge when we get down to work. Take action, commit, learn, train, and put hours into it. Um, Yeah, this is exactly what I was saying. So I love it that me and Fabrizio are on the same wavelength here. Uh, She goes on to say, they can say that if you do something for 10,000 hours, you become an expert. And that's probably true in terms of learning a skill and gaining specific knowledge about something. But that's only about 50% of what we need to succeed in our business. The other 50% is what goes on in your head, what you believe you can and cannot do, and being open to receive. We're so bad at receiving, we self-sabotage a lot. Negative talk in our heads will undermine all the work we do. But if we do the work and keep those voices down, there's really no limit to what we can achieve. We all know wonderful people uh, who are struggling to make ends meet. So, who can make a living out of their art and have to work a 9-to-5 job to survive? So, is talent the defining factory? It's quite clearly not the case. Success is not just for the talented. It's for everyone who's willing to step further and put themselves out there and there to be great. Your talent will emerge, grow and shine as you do the work, but your ability to generate wealth, or, whatever your idea of success may be, lies much deeper than what you're good at doing. Whether you feel you've, you're talented or not, be aware it's not the deciding factor in a successful business in life. Some even use that as an excuse to hold back. For years, I didn't even try to do things that I wanted to do because I kept saying I'm not good at them. And while I may still not be very good at them, if I invested time and trained with a teacher, I would definitely become better and eventually maybe even good. So uh, many things that Fabrizia says here uh, parallel what I wrote uh, earlier about talent. She also says something more about the importance of uh, uh, shutting shutting up those voices in your head or maybe the voices of other people who tell you that you're not talented enough, you'll never amount to anything and you need to believe in yourself. Uh, otherwise, you can put all the work you want in, but you will never succeed. So let's um, let's talk with, with Fabrizio. But before we do, uh, again, I know this is controversial to many people. It sounds like anathema. So if you don't agree with me or with Fabrizio, or even if you agree with us, uh, just leave a comment uh, uh, on my blog, you can find this episode and all the others, again, at ucphoto.me uh, forward slash podcast. And now, uh, let's welcome Fabrizia. So, hello, Fabrizia. How are you doing? Hi, um, I'm well. It's great to have you here. Thanks for mm. uh, giving me a little bit of your time to discuss your uh, your one of the latest uh, posts that you did on Facebook that I was, uh, uh, before I hit the record button here, I was just recording a little bit of, of introduction and reading from your post, uh, which is all about uh, the fact that talent is overrated, and so it resonated very much with what I had written some time ago on a blog post. So I decided to pick up the phone, or Skype in that case, and um, and call you and ask you uh, to explain, to expand a little bit more uh, on what you wrote. So um uh, what, first of all, what, prompt, what prompted you to, to write that post? Well,
1: <clears throat> the day before, um, or actually the, the day of the ladies' final at, at Wimbledon, which was Saturday, I wrote a post about um, crucial moments, really. It was about, you know, in a tennis match, uh, sometimes there's there's a ball that is a really important ball and it's worth a lot more than just that point because from that point on... If you get it, you could win. If you lose it, you could fall apart. And that's exactly what happened to Serena Williams. And she lost two balls, and that was the end of the match. She lost the match after that, she fell apart. But this happens so much in tennis. And it made me think that in business, we also have a lot of um, opportunities where we can take a risk or we don't take a risk. And if we take a risk, we have a chance of you know winning big things um and some people just don't do it and uh, and we lose some crucial moments that can take us ahead and then there was a comment on that or somebody saying yeah that's all good and well but you know, if you don't have enough talent in photography you're not going to get anywhere you need talent to go uh, further in photography and so that made me think that's the way a lot of people think um but to me talent is overrated and so that's why i wrote the post because um like you said like you said in your own post um you know it's a myth that you need talent to get anywhere in uh in in photography and in business uh yes uh, there was then a comment on this post <laughs> saying well but if you know to be Ella Fitzgerald you need a lot of talent yes but we're not talking about being you know Steve Jobs and and Mark Zuckerberg we are talking about running a successful business it does not take you you don't have to be exceptional to do that you can do the work and get to where you need to be and be very successful there's a ton of people that make a lot of money have great, successful businesses, and you don't know who they are. They're not famous, but they do it right. So that's why I wrote the post. That's a bit of a long story, but that's why I wrote the
0: post. <laughs> that's, a, that, that's a good story, and it's uh, it's very true. I completely agree. But, uh, you know, every time I mention this topic, I'm amazed at the amount of negative reactions I get. It compares to the backlash that I get when I mention the fact that, to me, the, the golden section or some of those other concepts that are held as uh, truth in photography is basically a myth. It looks like people are really fond of the notion that you have to have innate talent to succeed, even though they they cannot justify it in any other way than by saying that it it is self-evident, right? Yeah, of course, you need to have big talent to be a successful photographer. Why do you think people cling so much to that notion? Do you have an idea?
1: Absolutely. And this opens up a whole big can of worms. Because it's easy it's an easy way to justify your lack of success, first of all. So it's really easy to say, Well, I don't have enough talent. Um, and therefore, you know, I cannot be successful or it's not working for me because yeah, you know, it's all good and well for that one. I mean, look how good he is. I'm not I don't have enough talent as a photographer, I'm not good enough. That's what it means. I'm not good enough. And that goes back into the whole issue of self-value, which is a huge thing. And it's at the bottom of all this, I believe, because that is everybody's problem. And our lack of self-value, what we believe we cannot do because we're not good enough, it will affect our communication, our connection with clients, our prices that we set, the products that we offer, the way we run our business, the way we do not really believe that we can do it. And therefore, we are not going to we're not going to do it right so the value that we place on our work and the value that we place on ourselves um is really you know the 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 core uh, issue i think goes down to that the superficial comment is oh you need talent you know they think that if you have talent all this stuff comes in in fact the the self-value and all that kind of stuff is really big inner work that nobody wants to do uh, because you need to get down there and you really need to think and you really need to work on yourself and realize the value that you've got and bring it out and that takes um, you know it's it's a different kind of of work and I I end up doing this with pretty much every single one of the people that I coach because we always go and we always get to a point point where this thing comes out. So um, it's easy to blame it on the lack of talent. In reality, it's people not really wanting to deal with their issues and self-worth. And then I think that's why it's come up.
0: I love that we basically reached the same conclusion, but maybe coming from different directions, because my my conviction that a talent is largely a myth was uh, inspired largely by my mentor, Robin Grigswood. And uh, she said she she missed a lot of opportunities in her life because of the blocks that other people put in her way. They didn't, they didn't think uh, enough of her. They, they didn't give uh, opportunities and space and the training to, to reach her true potential. Uh, and the fact that people discount other people because they think they don't have talent uh, makes her sad. And she, she's fighting against that. You seem to come from a different direction where you see the blocks that people themselves put in front of uh, of their own path uh, so not, not so much the the blocks that others put but i think that these are equally important or equally uh, heavy to lift if not even more so uh, it is great that we uh, we see we see the the same yes. effect but coming from, from different um, uh, directions
1: i think i think there are there are things that people put in our way and it's mainly in our childhood And it's, you know, our self-value is built up when we are children and teenagers, and those are the crucial years. So if we've had parents or teachers or figures of authority in our lives that have put us down or don't think much of us or don't, you know, value us, then that's certainly something that people put in our way. There are blocks that uh, somebody keeps telling you, oh, you can't sing, you can't sing, you know, you're out of tune. A child will not be listening to music and will not be trying to sing, and will not be learning to sing, and will be out of tune. You know, it's just the way, just the way it works. Uh, if somebody's encouraged to do something, even if they're mediocre, they will become better at it, and that's just the way it works. So there are things that people put in our way especially when we we're younger, but I think in the end, those are the voices in our heads that even when our parents are gone and all these people are gone, we keep listening. We replay these, and this is our own choice. It's our own subconscious, whatever, <laughs> that keeps telling us the same stuff even in 10, 20, 30 years later, and it's not the truth. So in a way, we are putting that stuff in our way, and we use them. we use these things as an excuse because to overcome that we need to face it to face the fact that is not true and that we need to get over ourselves and it's a whole you know whole load of work and it can be painful and it can be you know challenging Um, and so a lot of people don't really want to do it it's easier to blame it on the lack of talent and just hide
0: and according to you how can people help themselves remove those blocks
1: well it's facing it and realizing it you know once you see something like you know in outside the box i say you know once you see something you can't unsee it so if you can you know see it i mean some people get a therapist some people get a coach <laughs> a lot of people work with me and that's what we do um and it's some people do self-therapy through journaling and trying to work out what goes on in their head and um you know there's a there's many ways to remove blocks, uh, the first thing you do is identify that you have blocks, you know, and, and realize that you have these things and that you're using some things as excuses not to, because it's all then down to fear. If you if you fear showing up, that's another thing, you know, you need to show up. And it's, and it's fearful. Once you're out there, people are going to judge you and people don't like to be judged. And so it's easier to say, I don't have enough talent to show up and just stay in your own little thing and be a victim and never be successful and complain but it's never your fault it's because you don't have talent yeah what yeah, can yeah.
0: you do absolutely <laughs> absolutely I mean so, so great I think I mean we could have a long academic discussion and science, yeah. <laughs> uh, science papers about the relative weight of nurture versus culture and what is in our genes and so on and while of course I mean if you're not uh Uh, seven feet tall and uh, you cannot be an NBA center. But aside from those very specific cases, I think what we at least if if I can interpret also your your words, what we are pointing out here is that uh, uh, you, you should not think that you don't have talent, and therefore some things are precluded to you. You you will never be able to reach certain goals, most goals. I mean, reasonable ones, at least. Uh, I cannot pretend to uh, to be Roger Federer, <laughs> but at yeah. least like I could play decent tennis if I, in my youth, I had really wanted to do it. Uh, there is nothing How would have so stopped me from from that. So, uh, we, we should. Every time somebody says they have no no talent for this or that or that somebody else doesn't have any talent that don't amount to much, we should always uh, be ready to point out that it's uh, uh, it's uh, a load of crap <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah no well, actually it's what is underlying that is not crap it's real issues and they're really deep issues, so I don't like to discount that as a, you know just as a superficial thing, but you know. Uh, anybody can succeed in business because even people that are not incredibly intelligent have succeeded in business and have run good photography businesses for many years so there's no reason why anyone shouldn't do it it's just the fact that you have to believe in what you're doing and you need to do it 100% and put the time and the effort in Um, but most of all, believe it because if you don't believe it, you're not going to get it.
0: Right. So you you mentioned coaching that you do coaching. Can you just uh, tell yes. my, my audience how people can find more about your coaching activities should they want to benefit from it?
1: Yes. Well, I don't. I don't teach photography, so I I keep myself out of all that because there's enough photographers teaching. Photography. I teach photography to amateurs locally, but I don't. Uh, do workshops for photography that much. Um, But I do coach for business and I coach professional photographers only because it's about business, obviously. So I have a group on Facebook called Outside the Box. There's uh, one in English, one in Italian. Um, One Outside the Box Evolution, that's what it's called. So you can find it there. And um, I run workshops. Uh, It's two days workshops uh, in different cities. The next one is in Vienna in uh, October and i'm just about to launch an online uh, mastermind group just for 10 photographers to work with me for 3 4 6 months and then i do one-to-one coaching so you know there's different um options and 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 journeys that we could do together i don't um I don't take on that many people because I am a photographer and I still work as a photographer and I don't want to give that up because that's what I love. I love to do both things, so I'm running two jobs at the same time.
0: Great.
1: I I couldn't choose one over the other, but, yeah, yeah, that's what I do.
0: Yeah, sure. So thank you very much for your time and your your, your thoughts, sharing your thoughts about this. uh, I think it's a really important topic, so... Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome.
1: I'll talk to you soon. Bye.